Welcome back to another exciting episode of Not Playing with me, Dan, and me, Lex. Oh, God, I forgot who it was. <laughs> I, I, You know your name. It just slipped my tongue. I had to you wait. sound so excited well, about this episode, so you I, must know something I don't know. I am very excited uh, about this episode. I was going to say I forgot who you were because the rotating cast of this show. It's just you're never sure who's in which episode, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we are continuing our jaunt. Can I call it a jaunt? Is that oh, okay? it's a jaunt. Oh, it's a jaunt. It is jaunting. Uh, we're continuing our jaunt through these series, The Fast and the Furious, with installment number four in the order of their release, the ti- titled Fast Ampersand Furious. I feel you have to pronounce the ampersand. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I'm hoping there's a character named ampersand in the movie. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes, Mr. Ampersand, famed street racer. <laughs> Please, Mr. Ampersand is my father. My <laughs> friends call me Ampy. <laughs> you know, I uh, this is a kind of a, a side note, but I was re-watching um, earlier this week with my fiance the pilot episode of Veronica Mars. I don't mm. know if you've ever seen it. I've seen the whole series. Yeah, fantastic show. But in the first episode, Keith, Veronica's dad, makes a joke about how he was cool in 1977 racing for pink slips and i was like oh i know what that means now <laughs> and i looked at the time on it, it was like oh that was that that show aired in its entirety during the course of the fast and furious franchise <laughs> i was like that is that is a weird little time capsule in fact that show in entirety may have aired in between the last installment we saw and this installment <laughs> Well, that is possible. Because that show the, came the... in 2004 and ended in 2007. This show, this, uh, the movie we, we watched last time, Tokyo Drift, came out in 2003. And I believe that this movie came out in 2009. Yep, because that it was right a five, or sorry, six year gap. So, yes, the entirety of Veronica Mars aired in between Tokyo Drift and Fast Furious. Probably a lot of other things happened in those times. Right. Well, but the Veronica Mars movie, of course, 2014, and the new season of Veronica Mars coming to Hulu later this year, those things come later. Than I also range, totally right? lied. I just lied right now. I lied to you, and everyone's going to know it. Uh, the F- Tokyo Drift came out in 2006. Oh, well, yeah, you suck. I suck. I'm sorry. But so here's, uh, you know, um, I, I now know, thanks to a, a Twitter user, whom I appreciate, although you were angry, um, that uh, I know now when The Rock is going to show up. That's that's the one after this one, I believe. That's I think correct. Is what we said. The that's fifth. correct. So I'm assuming, given that this franchise continues and given that he showed up at the last seconds of uh, the one we just finished, uh, Tokyo Drift, Vin is going to be back, and he's fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh Awkward to listen to, I feel, but yeah, fun to sure. watch. Sure, sure. I don't know why he's fun. It's like he's basically Schwarzenegger without the accent. Um, but I, uh, I, so I, again, you know how I do. I like to brainstorm. Like, what's this one going to be about? Like, car racing. <laughs> I, I'm imagining that there's going to be no connection to Tokyo Drift whatsoever. That's my guess. I, I don't know if there's any character spillover. I, if if uh, Alabama Man is back, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I don't think Alabama Man reappears in this. Um, somebody, I think it might have been um, uh, incomparable uh, panelist, Moises Chuyan, who said that th- having watched three will pay off later. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I, I choose to believe. I want to believe. I also am very amused because I had gone through this thinking, I told you, I think when we started the season, 
I had seen one of these, but I couldn't remember which one. And I think I finally kept saying, like, I think it's five. I think it's five. I've been informed that is incorrect. <laughs> Given that, that the, do, the, do. the one I saw with Tony Sindelar was actually number six. Uh, so, yeah, there we go. I guess uh, I don't even, I literally did not remember which one I've seen. But I have like seen to this imagine one. you watching number six and saying to Tony, what do I need to know? And he's like. Cars go fast. Yeah, that was, in fact, that is almost exactly verbatim, I think, what he told me <laughs> when I went to see that with him in the theater. But yeah, I, I can't really remember that much. I know that after we watched uh, Tokyo Drift, I think even after we taped the episode, you had done some further research and learned that uh, that movie was, was, was paying tribute to drifting culture. Mm, mm-hmm, I did. <laughs> which is a thing I don't, I still refuse to acknowledge exists. But what I'm hoping for in this one is less... Uh, homage and more like just crazy car stuff. If we're going to watch Fast and Furious movies, I want to see crazy. I want cars going under trucks again and like cars using trucks as ramps. That's I'm, I'm imagining that now you're four in. This has to be <laughs> no relation to you. And, and if you're going to be four in, that uh, you got to do some real crazy car stuff. But you've That's also like, it feels like you need to have established a brand at this point, right? Like if this yeah. is a franchise that you keep coming back to, it needs to. I feel like it needs to have certain trademarks and to, you know, so far three movies in those trademarks are simply about car racing and occasionally degradation of women. Yeah. Degradation of women and occasionally Vin Diesel and or Paul Walker. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. Paul Walker. He'll probably be back too. Right. Yes. Cause he's, I mean, I think he's in all of them except for the last one until he is no longer with us. Yes. Uh, I think that is correct. So yeah. And when we last left him, he was really sad. He's like, guys, <laughs> please Um, believe me i'm trying to remember even like so the end of two he like rides off into the it's not quite rides off in the sunset but like he is an ex-cop at that point and he is still not a cop at the end of that movie from what i remember (laughs) right they didn't like take him back like i can't remember i can't remember exactly what vin's quote is at the end of that first one or whatever or maybe the second i don't know but he's not in the second one (laughs) so right right but at the end the first one he's like when I'm in the car and driving, those are the 10 seconds I'm alive. Yeah. So I feel like that's what Paul Walker was chasing. I believe what he said was, when you're here, your family. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, listen, if I'm going to give you Olive Garden joke points, I feel like I should have gotten a little bit more from you for, for in. I, no relation sh- to should you. I, it sounded, it sounded a little vulgar. I'm not going to lie. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is the pithy commentary listeners come to not play. <laughs> uh, indeed. All right. Well, we're going to watch this movie. Um, and Lex, uh, you know, if I, I guess some people might might go away now, but like if they stuck around, what do you think they'd hear? So uh, you might not know this, Dan, and I'm I, working I verbatim from a script, but uh, incomparable members, those who, who pay Jason Snell and company uh, a monthly tribute to support all the things the incomparable does they get bonus content they get you know uh, uh they get to hear episodes as soon as they're recorded before they're edited and ready they get they get bonus member only streams they get access with incomparables uh a member only slack mm-hmm. but they also specifically get to listen and watch along with us as we watch the film because the, the free listeners and you free listeners know this all too well you get to hear us before we watch the movie the, the six or so minutes you just heard and you, you get to hear us after the movie but uh, the the incomparable members get to watch along with us they can sync it up they turn off smart speed they they play it one x and they can watch the movie in real time with us and hear incredible insights that are only available to those members like these cars are fast these I'll people 
are furious. It always amazed us back when uh, there was a time when when both versions of the episodes were available to everybody. It always amazed us that it was about evenly split. The same number of people listened, like to watch along with us, as like to just hear the beginning. And I understand both camps. It's it's a little bit of a you know you got to get your setup going if you want to watch along with us. But the well, people uh, yeah, seem to yeah. really enjoy it. And and let's just make make clear. You don't have to watch the movie as you're listening. True. People actually do apparently listen. listen to the commentary track without watching the movie. I don't know why, but they seem to enjoy it. So that's good for them. <laughs> yeah, the world is a big place with a lot of complicated people. There. <laughs> that's right. That is true. Uh, anyways, if you would like to listen along to the commentary, you can sign up to become an incomparable member at the incomparable.com slash members, and you can support whatever shows on the incomparable network you would like to support, including hopefully this very show. If you're already a member, you can always uh, switch your allegiances around and perhaps throw a little money towards uh, me and Lex. As we suffer through, no, as we enjoy our way through this Fast and Furious franchise, we thank you so much for all your support, and thanks for tuning in. So, Dan, I have some excellent news for the two of us. All right. What do you got? We have now seen Fast ampersand furious Ooh. i would the say 2009 the, uh, film. the ampersand was my favorite part yeah so what you think dan <laughs> all right i have some thoughts one Please. paul walker's character still a terrible cop yes. um i feel like this i i had been forewarned a little bit going into this movie that it was kind oh. of that it was kind of forgettable and i can definitely see that there's not there's not a lot like that opening sequence was kind of fun where they're robbing the tankers, right? Like, yes. And I felt like both you and I wanted more of that. Yes. And it felt like we got away from street racing a little bit, but still our focus was mainly on let's drive fast cars. I guess. Yeah. I mean, starting with that opening, I thought the opening was exciting. I thought it was like the kind of ridiculous thing you want to see in a movie where we're going to steal. <laughs> gas from a driving tanker truck sure that makes sense why not and it didn't even pay off like you didn't see them do anything with what they got i mean you saw that he got some money there but like i i don't know vin diesel is not engaging exciting enough like compelling enough for me to watch if he's not making cars go fast but he's just having moving moments or seeking justice for his slain lover uh, i'm less compelled i'm less right, motivated right, right were we not doing this i think i'd be done like, I think I'd be like, you know what? I've tried four. And I would maybe thus miss out on The Rock, who's going to come in the next one. And I like The Rock plenty. Like, I'll watch The Rock sit at a desk job. And I have done that in the movie, in the TV series Ballers, and enjoyed that just fine. Because he's so comically large that I just think it's exciting to see him do anything. Ha, ah, look at that comically large guy in a chair. But here, with, uh, with Vin and Paul Walker, the dialogue and its performance tends to make me feel like a dumb person (laughs) (laughs) really it makes me feel like a smart person because the writing is so dumb yes well i i did not think this was a particularly good movie no i'd agree with that i I think gal gadot could not bring it up right well and i think you know it was interesting because it felt like they introduced a lot of moving parts and then didn't really do things with some of them like gal gadot's character was not particularly well drawn. It didn't really make sense for her when she switches sides. There's, you know, we got that little bit of um of Han in the opening scene, and I like him. I thought he was one of the more engaging parts of Tokyo Drift, but he's only in there for like five minutes, and then he yeah. goes away. They killed off Michelle Rodriguez super early. 
uh, yes. and off screen, yes. except for the flashbacks. And I thought and that I was... really hated that flashback scene of Vin Diesel like intuiting everything that had happened on the road. Yeah, <laughs> from following like one skid mark. <laughs> yes. Clearly, she's getting off the road here. And then a guy got out of another car and shot her because it's just all written on the ground, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think this is, it's a pretty, it's pretty meh. Uh, you know, I, I don't think there's a lot going on here. And uh, I would rank it, ooh, I can't decide if I like this better or worse than the first movie. I would say I, think I, liked I liked it both. worse than the first movie. Yeah, I'm going to agree with that. I think I think that the um, I think number two is still currently like at the top of my list just by dint of having being a little more ridiculous and leaning into the camp. Yes, and then probably Tokyo Drift because it just again it was bizarre and it was but it was consistent in its bizarreness. Like, well, let's just get into this Japanese drifting subculture racing and like it's like all right, fine. That's I a think thing. that's what it is. The every other one had moments that I thought were intentionally funny. Yes. And here, I didn't think there was anything funny. No, I agree. I, I felt like they did not play that very hard. They didn't really work on the humor angle. And, and the people who I felt like were good comic relief characters were not here, right? Like, right. you know, I, I enjoyed, for, for their limited, you know, sort of repertoire, I enjoyed, like, uh, you know, Ludacris and, uh, and Tyrese from the second yes. one because they seemed to be having fun. Right, they knew what they were doing. It was a little too grim. Right, and it was it was attempting to be, like, gritty. Right, and it wasn't even that gritty is the problem, right? Like, they had the trappings of gritty, but it doesn't really sell, like, a gritty drama. Right. Like, this is not what you do. This is You do not make gritty dramas with this franchise. Uh, yes, I agree with everything you're saying. And it, it just felt like, yeah, nobody was intentionally having lots of fun in this movie. Right. And if you're going to make the same movie over and over again, that's okay if you're going to, like up the stakes which is what we were talking about at the very beginning but here it felt like paul walker this time he's gonna be a bad cop for a while and help out his criminal friend it's like that's what he did already we saw that right like, right we've done that already like but this time his friend's gonna go to jail for five seconds <laughs> right I, I the the car racing felt subpar yeah it wasn't the bit i mean it's hard, like, the desert is not an exciting car racing. Like, yes, you had a lot of cars there, and the tunnel scene, like, there's a lot going on, but the geography's a little muddy at times, it's dark. Right, and the tunnel scene feels impossible to me. Like, the, where those supports are, and the fact that they're not hitting them, well, like, it felt very CGI to me when, right. like, you were kissing those <laughs> support beams, you know what I mean? Like, they were yeah. getting so close. You can't do that that fast, so it didn't even feel, like, it made it just feel even faker to me. I thought that the first, the opening race, and then the street race with the four cars were sort of the best racing parts of it. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I will say, things that I, well, other things that I didn't think were particularly great, the back and forth with Paul and I, Brian and Dom over the course of it where it's like, we're not friends, but we're kind of friends, but we're definitely not friends, but we're friends again. Like I kind of understood it, but I wanted like a, maybe a more condensed streamlined version of that. Like the, and every reveal in this movie was, was not great. Right. Like there were two specific bad guy reveals, right? Like a, who the main bad guy is. That had zero weight, right? It was, oh, the bad guy was the bad guy we've been dealing with this whole time. Right. That doesn't, that's not a good twist, right? right? And the other guy, the guy who killed Michelle Rodriguez. Right. Um, also not a just, twist. Right, not, not a twist and not interesting. Like, yeah, not interesting. Exactly. Like, we're either going to kill him or we're not. It felt like and, they maybe wanted to, I could fi- I kind of feel like there's a movie where that takes some bigger swings and they just decided to kind of play it safe and dial it back. I even, yes. And I felt that the, um, 
they made the the guy who killed Michelle Rodriguez. Um, what, his fate was death. Did he he die in that? He time? got sm- No, he got smushed at the end. That was smushed at the end, right, right yeah, by the car, yeah. right? Yes. But they they made him for a while feel like a Jaws esque villain. And yeah, then he just kept coming back. Over, oh, I'm still here, and I'm here again. So like, okay. <laughs> but he wasn't, he didn't have any personality. He was just a bad guy for the sake of being a bad guy. Like there was no. There's no interesting, like, dynamic or story there. Same thing with the guy, the main bad guy. I didn't think he was particularly particularly interesting. This franchise has had, I feel like, not the best bad guy record. Yeah. I would say the best bad guy so far is the bad guy from Tokyo Drift. Because I, like, remember yes. something about him. <laughs> I also don't get exactly what I agree with you. Why they felt so strongly, hey, we like that other guy from Tokyo Drift who died. So we'll bring him back and make this a prequel and give him five minutes two minutes yeah that's what like, i said i I, I, I said I, yeah i was saying i, I think i like him yeah. i liked him in tokyo drift just like i thought he was one of the better parts of that but yeah it seems weird that you didn't have him have more time with him here but you know at the, I, I think he still comes back in future movies like you're still kind of doing that thing where you're assembling this huge cast of people and having yeah. this sort of rotating cast so you know i feel like they're still sort of building that out a little bit but yeah it's not it's not particularly on display here to good effect. I thought, <laughs> all right, on a sliding scale, this movie does better with women than many, if not all of the previous movies, but it's Fair. not like, <laughs> like that was starting from like a real deficit, right? Like yes. it's better in the sense that you have more female characters. I think you still don't pass the Bechdel no, test. No, you can't pass the Bechdel test, but they're interestingly enough, like they give, um, vin's sister time where she can just have affection for her brother so it's right. like a man that she loves but not that she loves in a romantic way right and she gets to drive she gets to drive at the end too which is like yes. finally like all right we're, we're moving in that direction and it wasn't quite as egregious there's still plenty of you know scantily clad women at the like street racing parties yes. and unnecessarily so in the gps like unit superimposed into the gps right? yeah but it was not as Reduc- like i mean again literally the last movie started with two guys racing over a woman who volunteers herself as a trophy like yes. from there if that's your worst point hopefully we're on the upswing now <laughs> multiple scenes in this one though of i believe three women making out together yes. multiple yes. times yeah which is again fascinating. yeah not really where not really the right thing my primary complaint with my biggest issue outside of the treatment of women is that paul walker in 2004 dyed his natural blonde hair brown and has been a brunette ever since and yet they refer to him as blondie and i don't understand why because he is no longer blonde haired they don't acknowledge that he used to be blonde i don't know how that person would know but they called him blondie while he was clearly having brown hair it was a reference to the band i see because they wanted to call the comics or the comic strip yeah or Uh, they just really wanted that kind of brownie why did he dye his hair uh no one knows yeah He dyed his hair brunette after the movie Timeline in 2003. He just really liked it, I guess. I guess so. Well, good for him. Yeah, so I I think I would tend to agree with the assessment that this movie is pretty met and forgettable. And I'm kind of hoping that means we've closed the door on that chapter. But I keep hoping that, I feel like, every time. And I keep being wrong. And I'm sorry, Lex. But no, I mean, uh, this is this is what I think we have to look forward to. The Rock's going to show. I know up you. The, the Rock is going to save these for you. I'm really hoping that if he's going to let me down, like if number five is like I don't even know what the fifth one's going to be called. The five and the furious, 
Fast and Five is? What's it, it is, called? It is. I believe it is just called Fast Five. <laughs> Fast Five. Got it. All right. If it if Fast Five is a letdown, I'm going to appeal to your sense of decency and, and I want to revisit. You're gonna pull the plug at, the, at that point. I want to ask you at the end of five, how do you feel? Like, is it worth continuing? Because I, I and I, listen, I genuinely believe that it will be. I, that's how much faith I have in the Rock. Not that I've seen many Rock movies. I just like the ones I have seen. But I have faith. However, if he lets us down, I, you and I are going to decide live on this podcast, live to tape, <laughs> what we think. Because this was just dumb. I feel like I wasted two hours. <laughs> yeah. I mean, any time with you is not wasted. Well, so that's what I'm saying. Don't if, I, if, I, if I were not watching this movie with you, I would probably exactly. not keep watching it. Right? Like that's, I appreciate that. That is the, I enjoy spending the time with you watching these movies and, the, and knowing, you know, Misery Loves Company. We're in it together. <laughs> I also want to say there has never been one where I have been more convinced that people should uh, become incomparable members because when we make the same joke at the same time, <laughs> it's a special kind of magic. And listeners should want to hear that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's uh, that's what people tune in for. I I think, yeah, there's not too much to dig into here just because I think this whole movie is fairly uninspiring. And so from that regard, like, I, I just don't know how much I... I, I, I think... Again, we've talked about Paul Walker a little bit in the past. I'm not convinced that he is the guy that you pin a franchise on, frankly. Like right. I, I think he is fine, but I, I don't I've not been impressed with his his performance in any of these movies. He's certainly not the most interesting character. I will say, so we noted before going in, this one has a twenty nine percent uh Rotten Tomatoes rating. To uh compare that with the iTunes rating of this is four and a half stars rated by almost nine hundred people. Fascinating. <laughs> I'm gonna check the next one because I'm curious. The next one, I will say, has a seventy seven percent Rotten Tomatoes rating. Oh, I'm feeling good about this. So that is a considerable <laughs> jump up from the previous one. And then just because I'm curious, let me compare to the the previous ones because I want to know you're casting curious? <laughs> Yes, that's right. The first one had a 53. That seems about right. Yep. The second one had a 36, which I think you and I would disagree with, even though I think we could realize why it had some downsides. But Tokyo Drift had a 36 as well. So people liked the first one the best, the second and third about the same. The fourth one, not at all. And the fifth one, apparently, is where the upswing really starts. I am amazed a franchise got made with movies that seem to do this low rating. But I guess it's just about the money. Yeah, if people come and pay for them. I mean, this, as you said up front, this broke box office records, right? Like, that's wild. It's wild that they're, they're like... I mean, you can never tell those with things, right? Because people show up and they're like, this movie is terrible, but they already paid all their money, so... Yeah. It's not really any reflection on how good a movie is. Yeah. But we've done it. It's been we've accomplished. It. We've, it's in, we've, we've, some might say it's in the rearview mirror. How many of these movies are there all told to date? There are currently eight, I believe. So, so we've seen half of them. With a, with a, yeah, with a spinoff coming this summer. But that will probably be something we'll have to see if we're, if we're buying into the spinoff. Is it on boats? The spinoff? The spinoff? Yeah. Yeah, it's a uh, Too boat. masked, too furious? <laughs> oh. Uh, I just meant I just meant that they are. If it's a spinoff, is it no longer in, on the road? No, I think it's just following side characters from that we side characters that we have not even met yet. <laughs> I can't wait. Well, Dan, uh, this this has been interesting. I'm curious to see where things go in number five, 
And that's, I guess, before uh, Vin and The Rock decide to hate each other. And uh, we'll go from there. Indeed. Well, it's been a pleasure as always, Lex. Thank you all for listening in with us as we watched Fast and Furious. Be sure to come back for next time when we are watching Fast Five. And until then, Lex. Until then, keep watching the keep cars. Keep watching those cars. You gotta watch them. They're not gonna watch themselves, Dan. Too furious. Too furious. <laughs> <laughs> we only need one of us for the jokes, I think. It's true. <laughs>